brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome in, everybody. I am your host, Kostaki Economopoulos, and this is All Pro Lines, the podcast. We do lots of things here, but among those are comedy, football, and talk. Thanks for joining us. Now, I know most of you are not joining us live because we're doing it at a weird time on a Monday that I barely announced it to anybody and whatever, but you can always find this wherever you get your podcasts. And, uh, uh, you know, there's Jerry Oliver. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> When I put, I was just posting it on Twitter. I imagined Jerry Oliver. I was like, maybe we'll get Jerry Oliver to come join us. Heather, what's up, lady? That's ah, very nice to see you two both. Very, very good to have you here. Uh, as I said, I didn't do a very good job announcing it. It's We haven't done one in a month. And so here we are, and we're going to make it happen. It's St. Patrick's Day week. I'm wearing my Irish pub shirt. Uh, we got uh, Marge Economopoulos. Awesome. Good to see you, Mom. Uh, we've got, uh, NFL free agency going bananas. Jim Mintier. What's up, buddy? Spring break. So I get to join in. Good to see you. Um, my phone's going crazy. Jimmy Garoppolo's apparently going to the Raiders. Uh, Austin Eckler has asked for a trade. It's a fun time to be a football nerd. There's a lot going on. We have a lot to discuss and our boy, Brian Miller is going to be here to help us discuss it all. Uh, Let's do a few announcements off the top here. Monkey Knife Fight is no longer. They went out of business. One of our sponsors is given up. We, I guess we weren't able to move the ball for no, Monkey Knife Fight. Hey, live by the knife, die by the knife. It's probably, they were probably out there mixing it up in the streets of Monkey Land and got killed. Uh, crazy, crazy. Uh, Robert Sean Curry says, I'm still at work, but I'm listening. That's what we want. That's what we want. What Jerry says, white to Miami. White who? The the quarterback, white from, from the Jets is going to Miami? Is that a thing? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're reporting here live? Um, but our but our go-to sponsor these days uh is uh underdog fantasy. And they do stuff off season. They you can play all the sports. They do all the sports, not just football. It's the only one I care about, but you might be different. You can bet on lots of different sports things, prop bets little tournaments, weird little things. And they are the best site in, in the world at doing NFL best ball tournaments. And you can get in there and do them now if you're really a lunatic fantasy dork like me. Uh, you can get in there and do a little uh, best ball tournament right now and set it and forget it and follow it through the NFL season. Uh, it's underdogfantasy.com, and if you use the promo code ALLPROLINES, we'll throw you an extra 100 bucks, up to 100 to match your initial deposit. Underdog Fantasy. Okay, Jerry says, yes, white to Miami. That's cool. Jets clearing space for Rodgers. That's what it sounds like. I mean, it sounds like that's what's happening. The Jets brain trust all flew out to meet Rodgers in Malibu this week. Uh, and the reports afterwards were that the owner and some of the other people were very positive about the experience and felt like they were on their way to a deal. So that's probably the biggest story. Of course, Lamar Jackson is the other big one. And there's 40 other pretty big stories that are happening. Um, we got uh, Carr signed. Uh, he's settled and he's that's weird to me. Carr is like a quiet sort of keep his head down Christian. And he goes from Las Vegas to New Orleans, the two craziest cities in America. <laughs> that's where he's, that's where his playing days are. Uh, yeah. It's just so it's fascinating to me, all this stuff, all the movement at work, and there's going to be some big ones. Something's going to shock us here in the next day or two. I'm sure of it. Dalvin cook's going to get traded or some crazy thing. They're going to cut Joe Mixon. There's a bunch of these things that are very likely even probable and uh, and some stuff that we haven't even thought of that isn't on our radar. They're going to go, what? You're going to go, what? 
Lamar Jackson signed in where? It's going to be fun. Uh, so we'll get Brian Miller out here in a minute. Let's do a couple of uh, gig plugs. This weekend, I'm doing Twin Falls. I self-produced this show, and those tickets are selling like crazy in uh, Idaho. I haven't been there in about 10 years. I used to do this venue there years ago, and I finally got the venue to say, yeah, let's do it again. They went through like seven different people who were in charge, and they were all like, ah, we don't do comedy. So the new lady was like, yeah, let's do it. And it's already working. I got a deal in place with the radio station, and it's been it's been really fun watching those numbers tick up. We're gonna have probably a couple hundred people here at this uh, at this place on Thursday night, and then I'm headed to Boise, which is a great club. It's small. It's got heart. Uh, it's run by a comic who cares about the process. So if you're in Idaho this week this weekend, come see me. Uh, also coming up. In a couple of three weeks, I'm doing uh, Saginaw with a couple of big shot Bob and Tom acts, including uh, Pat Godwin and uh, Josh Arnold, Saginaw, Michigan. And then today, this morning, about an hour ago, I booked Rhinelander, Wisconsin, and then I'll be going to Green Bay, South Bend, Rochester, Minnesota. I've also got Ann Arbor on the books. Uh, I'm going to the draft in Kansas City with Andreas Economopoulos. I can't wait for that uh and louisville and key west and charleston south carolina and monk's corner south carolina i'm all over the place so go to kostaki.com uh there's a tour page on there and you can keep up with what's going on and where i'm coming to see you guys live i have uh it's probably true it's hard to measure these kind of things but i think i've never been better in any case i'm good and uh i love being a comic and i'm i'm I am uh, aware and I'm grateful for this gift. Uh, I did the crazy divorce tour with my ex-wife on Friday, and that was fun and weird and wonderful. And we took the little kid, and she was such a trooper and was excited about watching parts of the show. <laughs> Basically, we only let her watch the couple of beats where we were both on stage. Uh, uh, and even then, there was a woman there, the wife of the other comic who was trying to distract her. <laughs> whatever <laughs> it's fine uh it was really fun the kid was excited about making waffles and in the morning and doing it it was just it was a weird wonderful night so i'm grateful for my odd quirky life that i wouldn't have drawn up if i was picking it all uh but here i am and it's been uh it's been pretty cool i'm playing cards more than i ever used to i finally got a breath to catch up with just relaxing and running around with kids and and i get to be a comic in these big beautiful swaths of time on the road. So anyway, I don't want to be too gushy about it, but my life's good and I'm, I'm aware of it and I'm thankful for it. So thank you guys for being a part of it. Uh, let's do some jokes and then we'll, uh, we'll bring in Brian Miller and, and I'll complain about having not signed uh, Lamar Jackson yet as a Falcons fan. The right clip. The two minute drill. <laughs> I thought I was going to make it through without one snafu. No. You think I won one of these times? The Bears have traded the number one overall pick to the Panthers. Now the Carolinas are number one in two things the NFL draft and tobacco lobbyists per capita. So that's nice for them. Also, quietly, since I talked to you guys, the Bears signed the contract. For the property they bought in Arlington Heights, they're moving. And I don't know, I guess this is a big store in Chicago, but maybe not nationally. Um, the Bears are moving to the suburbs. But at their current yardage rate, they could take 50 years. Uh, nobody wants to touch Lamar Jackson, which is the opposite of what happened with Deshaun Watson. He wanted to touch everybody. Also, this story broke since I've talked to you guys. Reports say Tom Brady's going to pursue his dream of doing stand-up comedy. This fucking guy. Can we get rid of this guy yet? He's going to get into my field and just torture me further? Take my wife. Oh, too late. I suspect Tom Brady will not be very good at comedy until the last two minutes. Then he's going to kill. I think if Giselle just told him there were two minutes left, he could have saved his marriage. <laughs> Brady said he oh there's offseason news coming through right now the Bills are going to sign left guard Connor McGovern alright that's not particularly monstrous but that's the fun of being an NFL nerd right here right now 
Brady says he has no time for an NFL comeback because of a newly adopted cat. Just another case of pussy scrambling a man's brain. Am I right, everybody? All right. I can't do that joke on the radio, and I probably shouldn't have done it here because it's dumb, but there you go. Um, Aaron Rodgers has emerged from the darkness, not metaphorically, just literally. He's still in the dark with his <laughs> immunization, whatever he's doing. <clears throat> Rodgers is hoping to have a better sense of where he's at. Yeah, you're in trouble with English teachers. That's where you're at. And the science teachers, too, want nothing to do with you. Imagine the balls it takes to go into a cave for four days of complete darkness to ponder whether or not you're going to uphold your end of the contract that will pay you $60 million to play a kid's game for one year. That's where the darkness comes from. He rests his gigantic scrotum right in his face. It's the perfect eye mask, right? There's significant weight to the testicles and the periphery. Scrotum flesh fills in the light gaps. It's nice. It's got a built-in heater. By definition, it's always body temperature. And if he thinks of something sexy, the eye mask slowly moves around and contracts and massages his face. I don't think they're going to let me say that on the radio either, but uh, we'll see. If you uh, if you stay in the dark long enough and think hard enough, you can hear Vince Lombardi rolling over in his grave. <laughs> I would love to see, you know, the same way I wish I could see George Carlin talk about what's going on in the world now. I would love to see Vince Lombardi react to some of the things that are happening in the NFL lately. <laughs> <laughs> uh nil as well um sky cave rentals what a racket we got these holes in the earth we got no money for decent tvs or furniture let's make it a darkness retreat all right rogers has been talking about all this on the pat mcafee show maybe pat should take a darkness retreat so he can see the light on wearing tank tops uh, most Packers fans have done a darkness retreat themselves overnight in a cell after a DUI. Does that count? Probably not. Uh, Bruce Arians said, uh, we're in good hands with Kyle Trask. Nobody believes that. Even Kyle's mom heard that and thought, oh God, the Buccaneers are going to suck. All right. That's enough jokes. Brian, are you here? Are you ready? You paying attention? He seems to be alert. All right. Look at this guy. Let's bring him in here. You know him. You love him. It's our boy, Brian Miller. Hello. I, I, you know, I'm not looking, I am looking at my phone, but it's not that I'm distracted. I'm doing research for the show. That's uh, right. Up, up to the minute, Jimmy Every G. Every minute. It's crazy. Jimmy G. Jimmy G to the Raiders. I, I want Jimmy G. Why can't I have Jimmy G? Well, I, you know, uh, <laughs> I think we're all going to get him at some point, as far as I can tell. <laughs> he seems to be doing a lot of traveling. <laughs> all right. Let's, can we dive right in? Can we just talk football immediately? Let's no. Let's do like a twenty-minute preamble about a completely off-topic. That's usually my Vince, brand. We sometimes talk stand-up. We sometimes sometimes <laughs> ask you about your life. I don't give a shit today. I'll catch. That's it fair. I got. I, oh, I didn't just come back from New Orleans, but you know. You did. That's fun. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> New Orleans is so awesome that it really made my Saints hatred tough because I really oh. hate the Saints, and I, I was staying right by the Superdome. And of course, you see the fleur de lis everywhere you go because yeah, it's like the New Orleans symbol, and right. it's like my new favorite town. But I still hate the Saints. Had you not been to New Orleans before? Never been to New Orleans before. Oh my goodness! You of all people, you're kind of a foodie, and oh, you like I, honestly, I don't know why I came back. <laughs> my new plan is that when my wife divorces me, it's a question of when it's going to happen, not <laughs> if. Uh, I'm totally going to be a dirt beat, dirt bag uh, bachelor in New Orleans. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I'll come visit you. The only thing that city lacks is a comedy club because there's no time. There's no, there's no. no reason to do comedy there. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like New Orleans and Hawaii are two of the places where it's like, even as a comedian, I'm like, why would you want to see stand-up? Why would you? Yeah, that's right. Like, like, or you could for free on a street corner see the best jazz band you've ever seen in your life while yeah. you drink a beer on the street. <laughs> right. With your belly filled with fantastic food yeah I had five right. bowls of gumbo in four days yeah that sounds right that's right. what we're supposed to do look yeah. we're doing what we said we weren't going to do i know i did it on purpose <laughs> it was about the saints <laughs> <laughs> who recently got Derek carr see now it's all about that that's right there's a what what a, is there a worse fit 
you know, like a quiet Christian quarterback going from Las Vegas to New Orleans. It's a hilarious run. Yeah, me. it's like I should be I should be where he is. He should be where I am. He should be hanging out in Minnesota with Kurt. I want to be a dirtbag bachelor in Las Vegas, and then we could we could we'll have we'll timeshare and visit each other. Oh yeah, we could swap. That's true. That's good. That's good. I like that plan. <laughs> it's gonna work out great. I'll just I'll break the news to my wife over text. <laughs> She's on a work trip to Miami. She'll be fine. She's going to watch this podcast and be horrified. <laughs> what would be ironic if the first podcast of that I ever did that my wife listened to was the one where I casually <laughs> suggest getting divorced. Like, I'm going to be a bachelor in New Orleans someday. She didn't watch my TV set. And then like, she's listening <laughs> and to And then you have to save it by going, no, no, honey, this is after you die. This yeah, is not- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I no, probably I mean, won't have anything I to do I would never that. do it while you're alive. That would no. be rude. But the second you're done. Is that an acne glass? I have one of those downstairs. You do? Yeah, Lewis gave us all to him for the anniversary. Oh, I never got the thing. Oh, that just reminded me. I never got the zip up. Did they shut? Did they send them out? Well, oh, the New Year's Eve zip ups. Yeah, I'm supposed to get a New Year's Eve. You zip-up. are supposed to get one. Uh, you are they, absolutely supposed to get they one. They came late, and then I never got one. Did they ship it? And I never got it. Mean, I'll, I'll ask. I'll be there tomorrow. They haven't shipped it. I don't know. I'll, I'll ask. I'm sure it's around. I was mad that I couldn't do the New Year's shows with you, partly because I wanted the new Acme Duds. <laughs> I've seen you and your cool zip up for years. I've always wanted one. You're like, no, I know you it's falling apart because it's like my alpha hoodie, but I've, I've had it for like 10 years now or nine years. So I need a new, uh, I need a new Acme gear, you know, that's but right. You, you got to work new years to, to get them. Yeah. And Lou tried to book them, but I'm just too in demand. That's it's <laughs> a funny, it's a funny shtick for the place. All right. So I'm a Falcons fan. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, I, I still don't know why that is, but all right. It's only geography and friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, the Falcons have the second most cap space. I, mm-hmm. I love that the Falcons finally did what I've been wanting them to do for a long time, which is eat all of the dead money in one year. They did it last year. I'm really hoping the Vikings actually do a pretty hard reset in 23. They don't have as um, an arduous a path, but they do... I just don't see any construction of the Vikings right now that suggests they're going to win a playoff game or certainly not two playoff games in the next few years. So right. it's like, and they've got a lot, you know, it's a lot of like previous attempts, you know, kicking stuff down the future. And it's like, we can, the Vikings could field an okay football team this year and, and cut a lot of veterans. They're not going to be good. The problem is the playoffs, but then we got this whole new staff. Cousins is going to need to go soon. Anyway, you know, we can actually pursue a future of like, potential success i know it sounds wild but that's interesting i the, yeah i i hear you and i am very much of the let's go all gas or all breaks with the nfl universe i'm surprised more teams don't do that there's always this sort of i mean i understand why they don't because there's this natural pressure from the league to sure. always be competitive and it sucks to suck to know that like right. you know like the vikings basically they're kind of almost announcing it now right they've been cutting a lot of veterans a lot of people think harrison smith is going to go this uh tomorrow um you know, so if you figure, okay, starting today or whatever, March 20th or whatever, you go, so from March 20th, if you know that we're going to kind of suck in 23, as of March 20th, 2023, I'm really looking forward to like the 1st of October, 2024. Like that's a really long time away. Right. You so know? I get that. And your team's not bad. Your team was actually no. really good this year. You got a quarterback that could win a Super Bowl. Mm. You're in a division that is... <laughs> In Debate. sort of flux, Aaron yeah. Rodgers mm-hmm. is leaving most likely. This could be a bad time for the Vikings to reset. But yeah, Fields isn't ready yet. Uh-huh. Like this is a good time to really keep running. So I, I disagree with you on this one in this year. But broadly, I think fans should root for the reset more often. I agree. And it doesn't have to be the hardest reset. Um, I mean, like the Bears. So the Bears have this, the most cap space, right? They're, that's the only team with more cap space than the, the Falcons. Uh, they have a bad right. year, but like. Yeah, I know they they I know they only won three games, but like they could have won several of those games. This was not like the year the Lions lost 16 or in a row or whatever it was that you know where there was those games where Fields almost had them in them because he's quite good. Yeah, um, right. And so I mean they were miserable to watch. Was it that much more miserable than most Bears seasons? Not really. But at the other end of it, you've got like the biggest bounty of draft picks, the most cap space. A good, a really good quarterback. I think. I think he's underrated. Um, I think so I too. still wish the Vikings would have taken him. I think it's weird that people say like we're not sure on Justin Fields. It's like, oh, you mean the guy who made a, a, what should have been an zero and seventeen team can be a three and fourteen team that was 
almost a six and eleven team. Yeah, That's not yeah, bad. yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think. I mean, it is. I guess it's early because he only had really one half a season that's been really good so far. Mm. But it does feel to me like he's shown that he's the guy, and I think the team believes in him. And I think if I was a Bears fan, I would be happy right now. I mean, I got my quarterback. I got tons of cap space. We just made a trade for the world. We got so much good stuff for that number one pick. Um, They've got other picks that they've already kind of piled up. They're in a great shit. They're in great shape. Oh, yeah. They're gonna the be fun to watch right. in the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I hate the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. So this is what this is kind of what's happening. And the NFC South is not good. The mm-hmm. Brady's gone. Breeze is gone. The Panthers are now traded away their future to go get a kid who might pan out. Maybe we'd maybe, maybe not. Maybe, yeah. I thought that was I mean, I understand why they did it, but I mean, I don't know. This doesn't seem like a great year to bet on the number one quarterback draft pick to bet everything on him, you know? I agree. I think this isn't the year. This There's is not a Trevor Lawrence situation. <laughs> right, right. It's not an Andrew Luck kind of Joe Burrow kind of situation. Yeah. I agree with that. So there's a little bit of a risk that you even trade away everything and don't get the guy that you want. Um, I wouldn't that have given Cleveland. up that much personally. <laughs> but I yeah. But I understand, I mean, to play devil's advocate, if he hits, you've got – exactly what you've been lacking for the whole time. And you've got a cheap quarterback for four years that you can build the rest of the team around. So I like the idea of getting a young guy who hits. I mean, that's a construct that I think really is a good way to win in the NFL. Um, So I like that. I like that idea and I'm willing to do it. What I want now that my team, my team did the year where they sucked and spent all the money for the guys who aren't playing there anymore. Yep. I'm done with that. This should, year should be competitive and good. Um, I want a real quarterback. I want <laughs> yeah. the whole reason that you get a, that you get a first round pick is that you occasionally land on a Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Go get him for all of the reasons you have. To, you have to trade away two first round picks. Done. That's nothing. You totally to worth give, it. You have to give him a giant, ridiculous contract that's guaranteed. Fine, he's worth it. He immediately turns the Falcons into a into a, a national joke to a national storyline. Mm-hmm. They're going to be division favorites the day that he signs. He's the perfect demo for the Atlanta fan base. Is mostly black. He's he's fun to watch. He's exciting. They're going to sell a zillion jerseys. Go yep. get Lamar Jackson for the love of God. Sign this guy. What are you doing? He's a guy who will be exciting to watch on a crappy team, even. You know, like right. he's, he's a guy who's like he, one of the few, you know, football doesn't have a lot of those guys like a Michael Jordan type where it's like, you put this guy in any team, I want to watch. Right. I'm That's always going to want to watch. Was. Yeah, right. exactly. It, it's kind of perfect in a way because, I mean, I, you, you could certainly argue that Lamar is the natural evolution of the Michael Vick playing style, you know, to the, the exponential degree. He's the 2023 version of that, which is. Right. This and more, I think. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. And I, the idea of like, but now the flip side is you see, you know, Denver uh, did the, uh, well, it's totally worth spending all this when you get somebody like Russ. You know, I mean, like when it doesn't work out, it's the catastrophe of catastrophes. That's true. But the Wilson thing was weird and a bad idea. I don't think the Lamar is a fair comp to Russell Wilson at this point. Uh, I, I don't think Lamar is a huge risk other than, you know, you're like, the two things you're going to say is like, okay. We're afraid he's going to like blow his knee out again, doing all the running, and he's going to cost a ton. Well, almost every quarterback in the league runs at this point, so there's a concern. You're just going. To, that's a concern with Josh Allen. That's a concern with Pat Mahomes, who doesn't even run as much as those guys. Right. And then, uh, oh, you're going to have to spend a ton of money on him, like any quarterback that you get who's really who's, good. Who's really good? You have to yeah. spend a ton of money. And they've got Desmond Ritter, who is a perfect backup, who's going to be cheap. He's probably the. 50th best quarterback in the world and he's there and he's available and he can develop. And if you need him to come in and start, he can. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm angry that they're not, they haven't already signed him. I think it's dumb yeah. that they're not in the conversation right now. And I hope that their brain trust is having meetings right now and going, what the hell were we thinking? Telling the world we're not, we were definitely one in unless they're being super savvy and they're waiting until a later time to play these cards. Sure. I mean, um, there's that, that financial angling to it, you know, um, you, you know, you don't, don't want to um, reveal your intentions too early, drive up the price type thing. 
But I, I agree. Like, if you told me the Vikings could blow a couple future first rounders, but we would get, I don't know, let's say Lamar. Um, I mean, that's not going to happen. But if you told me that that could happen for next year, but yeah, let's do it. Because the draft, I mean, it would, it would be great to draft the next Josh Allen or Trevor Lawrence. It would be great. Of course, I would love to do that cheap quarterback, rookie contract, all that. But it's, it pans out so rarely, relatively speaking, that like a known commodity of a true top 15 probably top 10 starter. I, you almost can't put a price on it except Denver did. Yeah. I mean, he was, <laughs> he was a league MVP one year. He's definitely yeah. has top five quarterback in his range of outcomes. I don't know. How um, old was he 27? I think 26? he's 26. He's 26? young still. Yeah. yeah he's, he's not even, even for a running quarterback. He's not, and he doesn't have any drama. He doesn't have any like chaos with running around and beating up his girlfriend. And no. you know, the worst thing you can say about Lamar Jackson, I truly mean it. The worst thing you can say about him is that he has his own agent. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I it's agree. And it's part of the reason that he's done. in this pickle where he, yeah. the regular machine is not in place and they can't massage and counter offer. None of the regular things are happening. He's just like, no, you gave money to that guy and I'm better and I don't have any baggage. And he's right. But it would be nice if the machine could work in between these two and get to a resolution. I below as I am to Stand for sports agents. I think you see, this is one of the things where like Drew Rosenhaus could wave his fingers around and and just create money for Lamar out of the air. I mean, these guys, that's what these guys know how to do that. And right. that, the, the one the like it's always really stuck out to me, not because I care about Lamar Jackson's money situation. He's a million, he's gonna be fine. But to me, it's a huge red flag that you're making a really base level stupid decision and there's then you're clearly not listening to other people around you who are yeah, like Lamar, bro uh maybe you should hire somebody like right, i right. always thought that was actually a, a, truly a gigantic red flag yeah i think you're right i i think that is not a, a human point. being or anything like i'm sure he's a nice guy he just right mm, but he but know. he definitely works hard in a way that vic never did like he really cares about the process and he's he's a good teammate he's all mm. those other things but yeah i agree when you and your mom are trying to negotiate a 200 million dollar guarantee contract you're just like what are you doing what it's this is uh this is not child's play this is big boy sports stuff you know yeah there's a machine in place for a reason. I hire a lady to do my taxes and I make like 40 grand a year. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, there's more riding on this, Lamar. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you on that. All right. So that one. All right. What do you, what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? What's your take on that? God, I mean, I, I'm honestly, I keep hitting the refresh thing. I would have, I, I would have legitimately laid a hundred dollars. If you would have told me we're recording this podcast, when we're recording it, yes or no, do we know where Aaron Rodgers is going? I absolutely would have bet $100 that we would know. Not where he would go, but that the decision would be announced. Right. That he hasn't? I mean, it only, I think it, the longer he waits, the more it seems like he's going to stay with the Packers, uh, even though I still think he's probably going to the Jets. I, I, I really just think ultimately he is such an asshole. <laughs> he, he's such an asshole because I'll just tell you what's going to happen. He's going to make the decision and he's going to come out and he's going to really, he's going to, he's going to drop all his like histrionics. He's going to be, he's going to do the Aaron Rodgers sober face. I think seriously, but this is serious Aaron Rodgers. And then he's going to get really sanctimonious about how he took no pleasure in dragging all this out. There's, there's just a lot of things that you don't even know the factors. No, he loves it. He loves inconveniencing people. He loves being the center of attention. He, yeah. he, he's a fucking asshole, and I hate him so much, and I hope he falls in an open sewer. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't 
win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. All right, let's do a little... Uh, <laughs> but he goes to the Jets. I'm going to call it audible <laughs> now here. it's time for which comes first. Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. Any chance to get Glenn's greatest hit in here? Absolutely. Uh, all right, which which is resolved first, Aaron or Lamar? Aaron. That feels right, but I mean, I, mean, I think it's possible that three years from now we're still waiting. It's like a Godot <laughs> situation where time just becomes bizarrely malleable and nothing has any meaning anymore. Uh, and I say this as a guy, you know, I, so I edit for his own coverage, a, a football website, and we cover the Packers and the Vikings. All my writers, they're all, they all want to write about other stuff, but so many of the other stuff such of the other stuff even depends on Rogers, even if you're not trying to write about the Rogers situation. And so right. I'm just thinking like, I know what a pain it is for me personally. And for all the writers I work with, what a catastrophic inconvenience this has been for so long, how sick we all are of it. And then, but what if we were the Packers? Like imagining that is just too much. Yeah. What do the Packers do? They, they um, honestly love, I, isn't ready for prime time. Am I, miss, am so I, I under, as a, as a Viking it, fan, you're for him? No, no. I think as a Vikings fan, I have a sneaking, like an, an unsettled feeling in my stomach that he's going to be a top 15 quarterback. Come on. We haven't seen it, even the oh, tiny flash. The last yet. game he played, when he played three quarters of that game, he looked good. What? Great decision-making. Just deadly accurate passes. He was throwing dimes to Christian Watson. If he gets some, some uh, chemistry going with Christian Watson, I, I mean, uh, look the chances are better that any quarterback doesn't turn out to be great because very few of them turn out to be great. So if you, if you want to make the bet, yeah, I bet it not great. I, I, I agree. But I don't think Jordan Love is a safe, like, ah, <laughs> he's screwed type bet. I think he could be really good. And I think regardless, I think Aaron Rodgers is just, he's just so toxic. I think he's getting older. He's getting worse. I think there is just, from the Packers perspective, I don't think there is any upside to sticking with Rodgers whatsoever. The only thing about it is that you can't cut him, obviously. Uh, obviously, it's all this dead money. You kind of have to trade him. So they're in this weird scenario where if he retires, they're way more screwed. Everything's bad for the Packers unless they can get rid of him. So it doesn't really incentivize them to come out and talk smack about him. But I think internally they're like, oh, we cannot get rid of this guy fast enough. Wait a minute. Talk me through that. If they if he retires, it's worse for them? How? Doesn't, doesn't that oh, he resolve retires, all they the money? value problems? out of it. Right, so now they've kept this guy around. They, they, they. I don't think they gave Love his fifth year extension. They got to resign Love. I know the, the Love contract. He, he's he's heading into year five soon. Um, so they've kind of blown that rookie contract, and they'll have no trade value from Rodgers. Where if they would have traded him last year before they were not that great and missed the playoffs, they would have got more than the Russell Wilson haul. Right. So <clears throat> they can't. They, they, if if he wants to play as a Packer, they have to play him. Because the contract, I mean, the dead money, everything. And they have to. There's no way. They have to play them every game until they're out of the playoffs. Uh, if he retires, he, it's nothing for them. They're, they're with love. I mean, they, the, the best scenario for them by 10 miles is to trade him. And I think they're sick of him, and I think they want to get rid of him. But obviously, if you're a smart businessman and you want to get rid of something, what you don't say is, Woo, this guy sucks. Yeah, get him off our books already. Like, like, yeah, his arm is great, but like dealing with him every day has given like 97 ulcers across Titletown. Uh, yeah, we hate right. this guy. So yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think, and plus, how perfect is it that he goes to the Jets and then the Jets 
mortgage their future on an aging veteran who gasses out in two years is a huge asshole. Everyone hates him in the market, and then they're back to zero. So the jet it fits the Jets narrative perfectly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is which is continued misery. Uh, the Packers uh, always land on their feet no matter which direction they fall. So love will be okay. So it it seems inevitable that everything's going to line up. Um, and I think because Rodgers has an agent, for instance, like like this is going to get solved. Whereas like the no agent thing is why the Lamar thing can go into limbo because like there's kind of no one in the room knows what they're supposed to be doing. You know, I yeah. mean, Rogers and his agent definitely know what they're doing. It's just, it's just awful for everybody except them. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a terrible human being. Anyway, I just, it's the sanctimony that gets me. It's, he will just behave in the most reprehensible manner for months on end. And then he'll come at one press conference and be like, uh, the media has really mischaracterized my behavior. <laughs> it's like, no, they just reported what you said. Remember when he came out and claimed the media? He said all this shit that he said. He direct quotes. The media's been talking about blah, 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 yada, yada. It's like, they pressed record when you talked, you idiot. <laughs> I, I hate him so much. I hope, I hope a frozen turd from an airplane lands on his head. Just harpoons right through his head. <laughs> It's very specific. There's no foam cheese to protect it anymore. He's bareheaded <laughs> and just frozen through. Right. If he were, he were still a Packer, he would have yep. survived. Final right. destination style. Yeah. Deep, deep irony. The shithead becomes a shithead. <laughs> uh, but I hope Lamar there... Jackson goes great. I hope everything works out for him and his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. He, he once wore a shirt that said, nobody cares, work harder. And I bought a shirt like that because I loved it on Lamar so much. I think it's just the perfect, like, it's the opposite of Aaron Rodgers, where he wants you to know that his job is hard and that he mm -hmm. works at it and he's great at it, you know? And Lamar's like, nobody cares and wants to hear about your shit, you know? Just put your head down, do your fucking work, you know? Yeah, I, deep, I, deep cut. Well, I always didn't like Liza Minnelli. She always wanted you to know how hard the dance was. <laughs> Ugh, no, no, you're supposed to be Ginger or Fred, you know? You just, that eh, was easy. <laughs> Jerry Oliver says, just to hear a frozen turd hits him in the head made today worth tuning in. <laughs> Happy to help, Jerry. <laughs> From my lips to the United Airlines ear. <laughs> he also says uh, Love's going to come in early and work with the wide receiver. He's going to be a team player again instead of this, you know, prima donna character. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think yeah. you're right. I think I think <laughs> I, the, you laid it out really well. I think you've convinced me that the best move for them is to move on. I, I'm sold on that. I think it's not so bad for the Jets, though. If they get a decent player for a couple of years and then they can sort of reset – and decide if they can make this other kid a real quarterback or move yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, thing. he's so bad. Oh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, I think, is the worst case scenario. We're like, so this guy seems panicking on the field, physically inconsistent, and also just an absolute nightmare to deal with as a human being. Like, and he's his first year or second year. Like, this is, this is terrible. This is the worst case scenario. Yeah. It's it's weird how quickly these the the feelings about these kids change, you know, and I, we haven't had a big bust at quarterback in a long time in terms of like one of the real high profile names. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's Zach Wilson. I think is on track to be it. As he might be it. It's been a minute. That clueless press conference where they ask him if he had like what was you know he threw like nineteen interceptions and eighteen throws or whatever, and they're like, how are how are you responsible? But I don't think it was on me. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Right. Yeah, that's right. He totally looks like a guy on Friday Night Lights who should be replaced by the cooler guy you're rooting for. Right, that's right. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, the pretty one that gets yep. the girls. And Michael B. Hates. Jordan's like right behind him working harder. And you're like, come on, Michael B. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's really true. He does look like he's cast for that role. Of yeah. The, the pretty boy who made the big contract. And they're like, nope, he's not the one. He's the guy who steals John Cusack's girlfriend in an 80s ski movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they just continue to play Joe Flacco? Was he quietly not as good as we want him to be? I, well, first off, I don't think Flacco's ever been very good. I mean, Flacco <laughs> was totally a product of the pass interference rules of his era. Um, but I, I got to think that even we, though we know Flacco like has some technical ability, I think it must have just really fallen off a cliff in the last few years because there's no way they wouldn't have gone to him I mean, they were doing everything they could not to let him get on the field. Yeah. Jerry says the fact that the Jets got rid of White makes you think Rodgers is going to be a Jet. That's a, I think that's a Oh, good yeah. Because if they got rid of Mike White and Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to the Jets, 
I mean, they are in the direst of straits. I mean, now you're looking about like that's right. You're you're, you're like driving to Indianapolis, hoping you can kidnap Jacoby Brissett because <laughs> they can't trade up and go get right. I by the way, I would go. Let's go back to the Falcons. I would be okay with the Falcons doing a Panther esque trade up to get one of these top two or three guys as well. Yeah, it's um, a shot. I, what I don't want is for them to just spend a year with Ritter and mediocrity and i mean you have all the money in the world go spend it and try to win now this is arthur's third season we sort of accepted like new coach new quarterback new, we got all this problem mm. with the paying all this money to matt ryan and julio jones who aren't even fucking here anymore which is already <laughs> aggravating yeah. like now we're done with that stop sucking make a bold move and do something different I, i'm ready for something bold whether it, whether yeah. it's sign lamar jackson uh Stafford? Yeah, get a Staffordy type or make a move and get one of these kids and develop him and pray that he's the answer. Do something bold. Otherwise, the only thing left, if, if my brother and I talked about this, if they really fucking do it, I will let them slide with this angle. If they try to develop and pray that Ritter is the answer and you really spend all of the money in a smart way around him, in particular sure. on, on defense. If you could really build a Raven-style, mm -hmm. old-school, amazing defense or in the a game-manager-quarterback situation, right, yeah. fine. But, but I'm not convinced they're going to, A, be willing, or B, be capable of doing that. But I mean, they, in terms of uh, successful football moves, there's either like, hey, we found this great quarterback. Like, that's hard to do. But you know what's harder to do is we constructed a, an offensive and defensive line that were fantastic. We got a great backfield. We got some great downfield weapons. And then we got coaches who can revolutionize play calling. We did all of that. So the quarterback doesn't matter as much. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Ooh, that's a tall order. And the defense is really good. Like, I've yeah. never, I've been a Falcons fan for, I don't know, the, all of it, whatever the number is. And they've never had an outstanding defense, not for one season that I can remember. Am That's I forgetting something? Isn't that? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't watch them as close as you, obviously, but that I never associate the Falcons with defense. I've never, always associated ever, them. Even with the Jerry Glanville era where he was supposed to be the defense guy. Like, I can't think of any de defense that was this, that was really good. Not once. Yeah. And most it's like like the Super Bowl, the year they lost to Brady, they had like a decent defense. You know, yeah, but it wasn't top it wasn't 10. It was, no, it was no. they were carried by the best offense. It yeah. was the best offense in the league. Yep. I think their defense was 12 or 15 or something that was a little bit out of the realm of what normally happens with a Super Bowl contender. Um well, but, Ryan and Vic. I mean, that right? Like any time in the last couple decades, they've been really good. It's because Matt Ryan or Michael Vick was doing great, cool stuff. They were outscoring the other team. That's yeah. right. Yeah, by and a lot. <laughs> if they really did it, if they really took all of the money that they were going to give to Lamar Jackson and spent it all on defense, I will give them a pass because that would be an interesting experiment. Well, also, there's a world where you what if you set up a really killer defense and then you were like, it doesn't mean you're defer on the quarterback thing, right? You're you know, the Ritter thing. You're maybe you get a draft pick. You know, you go, well, let's, let's get the city, let's build the perfect situation. So when we find a really good quarterback, and it might be another year, we basically airdrop him directly into a, a really great situation. Yeah, right. But short of that, I, you know, you've convinced me. I think the Falcons are sneaky shaping up to be maybe the most depressing storyline in the NFL, just because, like, what if you did all that sucking for nothing? Right. That's it. Looks like that's what they're going to do. They're just going to yeah. sit there and continue to suck. Well, stop it. Make at least one <laughs> bold move that could work out great. Yeah. A big swing and a miss is unfortunate. You know, it's real, but like, I don't know. You, you can't hit unless you swing. Yeah, but the idea no, that you just do all this and then you like twiddle your thumbs for another year, like, I am totally on board with this swinging and missing. It's fine. If they miss, it's like, I accept that. If they, like you said, if they make a Russell Wilson esque, big blunder at least you fucking took a swing that was big like it could work out great and actually as a side note i'm not sold on russell being done yet i think he's got a shot at re sort of building the machine this year we'll see we'll yeah see. I, I think it's possible did you see um there was a really interesting interview uh with a, another guy who was part of this like this like motivational life coach that wilson uh is into have you seen this 
and they they're like not letting him in the building. It's like well, no, Brady's trainer situation. They, no, the guy died. Oh, Wilson he died, and he's been without he, him for yeah. a year. I did. The guy was really close to Wilson, and and Wilson really credited this guy with helping him a lot. And I I wish I could remember who it was. It was another player, and he that I, he was a, a former player, I think, or he was being interviewed, and he's like, no, no, I was a disciple of this coach guy. He did so much for me, and he's like, I was really lost when this guy died, and the guy died very suddenly of I think brain cancer. Um, he didn't really tell anybody. So Russell kind of it, it was almost like his uh, his corner man, like a boxer, which is gone right. all of a sudden. And so I think there's a world where that is a bigger explanation than we realize. And then you put that on because he looked bad, but it was it yeah, a lot of mental decisions. And then you put that on top of the fact that Nathaniel Hackett was such a bad head coach, and that Denver was a poorly conceived team that was kind of like hinged on Russell being great. Um, that maybe that was a bunch of overlapping catastrophes worse than it was. There's a chance, yeah. but I kind of think Russ is cooked. We'll see. That's what makes it fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Jerry says, why did the Falcons get assigned Johnny Smith? It's a good question. They don't throw the ball to anybody. Why would you bring in another pass catcher? I don't know why they don't just start signing hockey players or basketball players at this point. Like I, Maybe you'll succeed at a different sport. They, they're reuniting him with the coach who believes in him. So maybe he's a good second tight end who does more blocking. He's more the big sort of the, he's more the blocky, the blocky guy. You got the gazelle and Kyle Pitts. If you had one of each of those, that might be a good setup, but Jesus, Johnny Smith ain't going to do it. Do something bold. You knuckleheads. Are you all fuzzy? What are you doing, Brian? Are you back? Yep, there we go. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, computer friends. I think yep. I think we did most of what we came here to do. You want to get us out on some prediction of what's going to happen in the next week? We're going to have a lot of nutty stuff. What do you got? I think the Vikings don't extend Kirk. That's my Vikings prediction. Oh, that's a that would be a big story. What are they going to do? Uh, they're going to pay him for one more year, and they're going to plan for the future. I think uh, I I, I kind of think it's going to be a clearing out year for the Vikings. Which could be a big mistake with Rodgers leaving. But I mean, they say they still have Kirk. They'll have, think about this. Well, I mean, they're kind of the default front runners. In the, yeah, in the they NFC really are. I mean, this is a perfect year for them to like strike and try to win one. Yeah, yeah. I know. Cause like the, the Lions are definitely on the come up and the Bear, I think the Bears are still one year away from like whatever their ascension is. I think they're going to be on the, on the up swing, but I don't see it being 2023 is like their year. So you, you could argue the Vikings really should go all in one more year and then reset. I mean, I think yeah. that's a fair point with Rodgers going. But, of course, you know, <laughs> one more annoying thing about Rodgers deferring this decision is the Vikings don't even know what to do. Right. That's right. It does. It is a domino for the whole fucking machine. Yeah, you're right. But, yeah, so I think I think that is my thing. I, I do think – I think it's a smart move. I, I think the dumb move – I just – it's not that I don't like Cousins. I like Cousins, but – I just, if you sign Kirk Cousins for three more years, to me, what you're telling me as a Vikings fan is that we have absolutely no chance of going to the Super Bowl, much less winning for at least five years. Hmm. I hear you, man. This is not going to happen with Kirk as he gets older and older. And that means you're going to need at least a year or two to reset after that. Right. That's a long time. It's a good point. Here's my prediction. I think one of the teams that we haven't been talking about will jump up and do a trade and get one of these big name quarterbacks. There's four of them really. Uh, and one of them has been established. We know the Panthers are doing it. So yeah. I think there's going to be a surprise team, maybe a Vikings, maybe a, somebody that doesn't seem like the top few teams that make the most sense, you know? Yeah. Um, we're going to have one like, wait, who that, that they need a, they're getting a quarterback. Okay. Well, uh, you know, kind of like, um, you know, the Niners taking quarterbacks or the, you know, when all, when they got Mahomes in Kansas city, you know, that when, well, when they drafted Lamar, you know, people were like, why are they drafting this Lamar kid? <laughs> well, right. Yeah, pretty good idea. Last pick of the first round. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's funny that I, I, I do think there's a lot of wisdom to that. Just keep taking quarterbacks. Cause you, you never know when that third, you're going to hit that, you know, later round majesty. But then as a Vikings fan, I just think of all the, God, awful quarterbacks. They took it later rounds. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe they shouldn't. <laughs> They're bad at it. 
Yeah, I know. And I'm thinking about my team's story. Almost always, it was a big name quarterback that was like at the very top of the draft. Going back to Steve Barkowski, I believe, was the number one overall pick. And Michael Vick was number one overall pick. Matt Ryan, I think, was fourth. He was a big name coming out. Um, I mean, that's generally the path. If you want a real franchise quarterback, that's generally where you have to get them. But you're right. Once in a while, you you have this like, yoink, you know, you get some... uh, some lucky thing later on. You never know. I, I want Ritter to be the answer. I just don't believe that he is. So we'll Do see. Do you think anybody thinks he is? Really? It doesn't appear to me to be that, but he didn't throw a single interception. That's pretty amazing for a rookie in four games. Yeah, I guess um, if you're not getting that close to the end zone, it's easier to... <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what I'm saying. He does have the game manager skills. If you're going to fucking spend a hundred million dollars on the defense every year then okay let's try that experiment otherwise stop it already and go sign lamar and go give brock purdy like two million dollars or somebody you know some sort of like yeah you, at least there's some game managers out kid. there if you're looking for like a proven game manager that's right yeah that's right all right buddy it's good to talk to you plug something for us where where are you where can we find you Whew. Uh, that's a good, uh, my album's coming up. We don't have a release date yet. Uh, I'm going to be at the comedy corner underground, uh, in June. I'm doing a bunch of private shows this month. Uh, oh, nice. so I don't really have a whole ton of stuff to plug. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, follow, follow this guy on Instagram and Twitter. He's a great follow. Uh, give us those addresses. Oh yeah. It's a, uh, uh, funny Brian Miller on Instagram and uh real Brian Miller on Twitter. Brian okay. Why? I'm funny Kostaki on Twitter and at Kostaki Economopolis on Instagram. We gotta, we gotta have this. We gotta make this easy on the people. We're making it complicated. <laughs> you can come find us. We appreciate the follows and the interaction on uh, all pro lines on all the platforms. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We're gonna come back and do one of these uh, right before the draft uh, in about a month, and then Andreas and I are gonna go to the draft and maybe we'll Ooh. report on things from there at some point. Uh, we'll figure all that out. But Where's thanks for jumping in here. Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> could be worse. Could be worse. Barbecue, you know. Barbecue. They got poker. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be happy. Yeah, no, it could definitely be worse. It could be. It could be better, but it could be a lot worse. And it's a city that's completely obsessed with NFL football. Oh, absolutely! Oh, huge football fans. I'm there will be a buzz football. around that situation for sure. So that part of that I like, and it hasn't. There hasn't been a big thing in Kansas City, you know, like this in a while. So the, well, it counts you know, as a big thing in Kansas City, whereas like in, in you know, if it's in New York, you know, it's like, oh, it's the 17th most important thing today. That's right. I, I've, I'm so kicking myself. I lived like 40 blocks from fucking Radio City Music Hall for a decade. I never went. I'm so they did it every year at Radio City for I a while, know. Right? I could have walked there and gone in for free and joined the Jets fans booing everything. It would have been a great adventure. And I just thought... <laughs> Ah, go someday. I don't care. And then, of course, once I got interested in it, they moved it. Now I want to go every year. It's so fun. I, I'm going to try to go every year. Andreas and I love it. It's really a blast. Anyway, we'll report back on all that stuff in about a month. Uh, I hope you get what you want, uh, football nerds, in your uh, football doings this week. It's going to be a lot of news coming out. Uh, I'm doing Bob and Tom in the morning. Take it easy. Thanks for listening. We'll find you guys again soon. Could have eased the music in a little sooner, man. <laughs> I was gonna say it'll slow a little DJ because only two goofs in an hour. That's not bad. <laughs>